0: Insects are all around us. Many live right under our noses and are just waiting to be discovered. In spite of their small size, insects are among the most interesting and adaptable creatures on planet Earth. We have close encounters with them every day, whether we realize it or not. To most people, these creatures are just bugs. But to entomologist Dr. Tim Gibb, they are spineless wonders and he's here to help you look beyond the bug to the fascinating life of the insect. Dr. Tim will see you now. Dear Dr. Tim, I have a simple question. Can you tell me how to get those pesky flies out of my home? You know the ones I'm talking about, those obnoxious black ones, the ones that really annoy you. Thanks for your help. Signed, Anoid, aka annoid, and I just made that up, but it fit. People seldom appreciate what it takes to become a professional entomologist, let alone one trained as an insect diagnostician. First is a natural aptitude for science, then four years of undergraduate studies, then two more for a master's degree, followed by another four or five for a PhD. Four is actually minimum for the really smart ones, and let's just say six in my case. And then for some, there's several years of postdoctoral training on top of that. So becoming a professional entomologist is not as easy as one might think. And I say this because with that much training and experience, it's simply impossible for me to give a simple answer even for a simple question. Some time ago, an older gentleman and his daughter came into my office, referred by an extension person in a nearby county. It was clear from his impatient demeanor that he was feeling like they were getting the proverbial runaround. His more patient daughter began with an introduction. She explained that he was recently widowed and that while she was trying to take over some of the cleaning and housekeeping for him, she noticed flies in the house and came seeking professional advice as to what to do and what, as her father insisted, could they spray that would get rid of them. I couldn't help but notice her father in bib overalls leaning against the back wall, arms folded, biting his tongue, clearly having contractually agreed to let his daughter do the talking. We have flies in my father's house and would like to know what you recommend for control. Well, what kind of flies are they? I don't know, black with wings, we thought you would know. Due to my aforementioned professional training and many years of experience, I know that a description, black with wings, is not enough for a proper fly identification. There can be many kinds of flies inside a building, and each is different. First, there is the common housefly. It can certainly be described as black with wings, but so can its close cousin, the flesh fly. although the fly has characteristic white stripes on its thorax and spots on its abdomen. Blowflies are also similar to houseflies, most, but not all have a subtle iridescent coloration on the thorax and abdomen. Attic flies definitely are black with wings as well, but have golden hairs on their thorax, although you'd need a microscope to see them. Specific identification is important because it dictates control recommendations. For example, each fly has its own biology and behavior. House flies, feed on and lay their eggs in and around trash cans and dumpsters and can largely be kept out of a home with sanitation and window screening. The odd one that gets through can be taken out with a household labeled aerosol spray or with a fly swatter. Attic flies on the other hand look just like house flies but don't feed on garbage. They enter a home to avoid harsh weather outside. Flesh flies and blowflies may also look similar, but are stronger flyers They develop on carrion or dung, sometimes breeding long distances from home. Control recommendations are different for houseflies than for attic, flesh, or blowflies. Add to these any of several other smaller fly possibilities, also black in color and also found in homes. Fruit flies. Forid flies, moth, or drain flies are all commonly found indoors. Most often each occurs in a different part of the house, feeds on a different food source, and therefore must be controlled in a very different manner. Considering all of this you can see how the description black fly in house may not provide enough information to allow a professional entomologist to render an accurate identification or control recommendation so trying to glean more information i ask and where are you finding them the flies are in the kitchen mostly well actually throughout the whole house right daddy where do you see it mostly she turns nervously to her father who's clearly becoming impatient he sighs audibly apparently realizing that this may take considerably more time than he had hoped. I see it in the house. The fly is in the house. Does it occur in any particular part of the house? I probe, hoping for more detail. It flies around, it has wings, you know, so it's all over the house. What kind of a question is that? What part of the house? He mumbles. So this fly of yours, what does it do? I ask, knowing that a fly's behavior can sometimes give a clue as to its identity. The daughter chimes in. Well, it buzzes and flies around the house and makes a nuisance of itself. Dad, what do you see it doing in the house? He sighs again and starts talking very slowly, articulating every word. It flies, it flies around the house. That's what it does, it flies. So I'm trying to diffuse the, the tension. So you have to understand, I'm trying to help figure out exactly what the fly is so I can help you solve your problem. He elbows his daughter out of the way and approaches my desk. Young man, we know what it is. It's a fly. We came here to find out what spray to use on it. I sense that he is struggling to control an urge to grab me by the ear. It's a bloody fly, and it flies around. That's what it does. That's what flies do, and why they're called flies. Now tell us the name of the spray. We need a spray. He jabs a bony finger on my desk, glares at me, and repeats his demand in an ominously threatening, almost whispering voice, just like in the Godfather movie. Give me the name of the spray. But sir, there are several different possibilities. We have to first get the specific identification correct before we can make a recommendation. There are subtle differences in flies. For example, if it has golden hairs on its thorax or if it has a striped The father cuts me off. The spray, son, just give me the name of the spray. Well, it's not quite that simple. You see, there are many possible control techniques, and depending on what it feeds on and where you see it mostly, do you know where... He interrupts again. You think I don't know? It is in my house. That's why I am here. If it was outside... It would not be bothering me, and we would not be here. Holding his head with both hands in disbelief, he says, Now I want it killed. I don't dare ask if he sees it in the daytime or mostly at night, or if he lives on a farm or in the city, or if he keeps his windows open or has proper screens, whether it's a recent occurrence or if he has been seeing it for some time. Those are all important need-to-know question, but he's now red-faced and visibly shaking. His daughter mercifully ushers him back away from my desk. I continue. Since you don't have a specimen with you, I can't say for sure what it is. And until I know what it is, I can't confidently tell you how to control it. Fortunately, we have a laboratory set up where you can send in a sample. It's called the Plant and Pest Diagnostic Laboratory, or PPDL for short. Simply catch one, put it in a leak-proof vial of rubbing alcohol, fill out the required form, which is online, and then mail it off to the PNPDL. We will identify it for you and then provide control recommendations. From the back of the room, the father looks heavenward and spreads his arms wide and says but i don't want control recommendations i don't catch flies and put them in bottles i don't want to chase it all over i want to kill it his daughter intervenes again like a trained mediator now daddy he's just trying to help dr tim knows all about these things if he needs us to see the fly we'll get it for him can't we a week later I receive a specimen in the mail. I recognize the name of the submitter immediately. It was preserved in a leak-proof container. The box did contain the proper form and it was filled out exactly right, and I could tell from the writing that it was done by the daughter. However, taped to the bottle was a note written in a shakier hand. Here is the fly. It is now dead. Obviously, we don't need your help any longer. Inside the vial was the specimen. It was pretty beaten up, and I could only imagine the old man chasing it. The fact that its guts were squished out, legs bent in unnatural ways, and one wing was actually missing, suggested that it was probably whacked by a rolled-up newspaper. Though smashed, it was recognizable. It was a common housefly. My final report indicated this, and my recommendation, a quick burst or two from an aerosol can of rage should kill it. Then I signed with my usual Dr. Tim, PhD, insect diagnostician. His thank you note must have gotten lost in the mail. This has been Dr. Tim with another Spineless Curiosity. Be sure to tune in next month for another Spineless Wonder.